It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking with Dr. Carol today about getting through these hard times in a crisis. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davison, and we're in the studio here at the uh, most powerful radio station in the world because it has the three Love Ladies, and they are Miss Carrie. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning, Miss Evelyn. I love that. The most powerful radio station because of the love ladies. That uh, that is amazing. Welcome, listening friends. You have found a love talk and the love ladies. You heard the first lady of love, Miss Evelyn Davison. I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and our uh, our exceptional lady of love in Boise, Idaho, is Kathy Anderbrock. Hey, Kathy. Hey, good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Miss Evelyn. It's great to be joining you this morning. Thank Friends, you. welcome. I hope you are grabbing a cup of coffee or a tea. So here's the thing. I'm actually switching to green tea this morning because I read this article that said that coffee is horrible for your voice if you're doing radio or making a presentation <laughs> or anything like that. So I, I'm struggling a little bit because I definitely miss my Java, but I'm feeling very healthy and good. And my voice feels great this morning. <laughs> so looking forward to what we're going to be discussing today and our special guest. Absolutely. You know, we are so thrilled to have our new time at 8 a.m. here on The Bridge, Austin, KTXW, Building Bridges of Love and Leadership. We hope you've got your cup of coffee or tea, and we are delighted that you are here with us today. I, I'm i so excited. I love when we have this guest on our show. Um, many of our listening friends, you are familiar with Dr. Carol Tanksley. We'll discuss practical ways to cope and hear about some of the ways God is working on our hearts during this time. If you have your computer or your phone close by and you're not driving, <laughs> uh, take, take a minute to look up drcarolministries.com, uh, being fully alive from the inside out. Uh, well, of course, we'll introduce Dr. Carol in a minute. Um, but, man, let's find out what has been going on in your world, Miss Evelyn, how was Mother's Day? Well, moaning a little bit, but I'll tell you, my heart is bouncing around uh, with joy because this is um, this is a time people are are seeking for some answers to life, and uh, it's been exciting to take the phone calls that have been generated and and even friends that you don't expect to hear from uh, when there's sorrow. Um, but it's been a great week, uh, a great month. Um, I am deeply involved in the new book, and thanks to Miss Kathy. Oh, my gosh, what a gift that was for you to help us bre- uh, proof that. <laughs> <laughs> because I had the best time. Oh, but it uh, it's, uh, it's going to be unusual because we have 22 co-authors, and um, it's called, what's it called, Kathy? Love talking and yes. love walking. <laughs> and Evelyn, I just love the way that you've structured this book because you've brought all of these different voices in to share these incredibly personal stories about how God has worked in very specific instances mm-hmm. in their life or how God has worked his hand through their life, whether it is dealing with tragedy or bringing about great joy or sending them on a fantastic adventure. And so we get to see how God is working in the lives of all of these people. And then, and, and we get to hear their perspective on how they gauge in that relationship with God as well as with others. So when we're, we talk about love talking and love walking, we're not only love talking and love walking in the love field that God has given us, but we're love walking and love talking with Jesus. And as we go in that relationship with Jesus, it's so much easier to engage in every other aspect of our life with love and peace and joy and a good word for those around us. And at the very end of your book, Miss Evelyn, the way that you have put in such a simple and encouraging way for um, the readers to engage in uh, 30 30 days of prayer. Mm -hmm. You have a really simple prayer prompt. You walk them through how to pray. So it's just this amazing book for those who are trying to discover how to experience God in their life, how to draw closer to God, how to engage in prayer. I, I just, I can't wait for this book to hit the presses to be able to share it with friends. Well, thank you. Uh, 
Kathy, we uh, we have worked hard. Uh, Susan uh, has helped, and uh, of course, we've got one of the best editors in the world, I think, right now, and it's been a joy to do it. It's been a lot of hard work, though, and um, I mean, I'm excited that we're closing in real closely now, I think probably we're going to plan for a big Fourth of July thing. We're going to have a, a coffee uh, evening, afternoon, people to come pick up their books if they want to order a case, and our prize is... Uh, for us, it, you know, uh, those that helped, uh, is it five fifty? I think, or $6, and uh, the selling price on Amazon will be ten ninety five. So it's looking good. I think we're just going to really hear from some people that are happy and joyful like the ladies, the love ladies are. <laughs> well, Miss Evelyn, I can't, I, I wonder how many people have organized and written a book at 89 years old. I just wonder. <laughs> so, well, I have you a never, friend. Never that, seems to amaze me. Mm-hmm. I have a friend, uh, Florence Littow. She wrote her last book at 88, and uh, uh, she, you know, she has been a great mentor in my life. Like Doctor, like our guest who's here today has been, and uh, uh, it's it's been exciting to uh, connect with some of those people that have been a part of my life from, you know, early on and and just share what it is to really love talk and love walk. And the walking is the most important thing. One of the things about this book was when we chose the title, we, we called it Love Walking and Love Talking with Jesus. And immediately someone called their editor because we had put out some, you know, things and said, don't let Evelyn do that. Because people won't buy the book. I said, what do you mean they won't buy the book? And and the reasoning was that, you know, it should be and it has been written for those that don't know the love of the Lord Jesus. and they, But they're looking for help. And it's like, you know, two uh, two different things that, that are we're involved in, in the community of Christians and then in that world, in the world out there where people are seeking, especially during these days, because these are hard days. They remind me of World War Two when my dad was drafted and uh, we had a radio station and we lost our home and the station and everything. Uh, this is a time. Uh, that we have got to be faithful to the message that God has given us. And I am so excited we've got a messenger today that's going to bring us some really good news. Absolutely. So excited. Well, uh, Miss Evelyn, thank you for sharing what's been going on in your world. I know you've been so entrenched in the in the book. Uh, Kathy, what's been going on in your world? I had a great Mother's Day. And, it, you know, Carrie, I love the key verse that you uh, selected for today's show straight out of Romans chapter 8, 39 and 37. It says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And, you know, sometimes I feel my heart just swells for my girls uh, and on Mother's Day, it was just such a fun time to get to spend together, and, and um, they brought these, bought, got these sweet little gifts, and um, and you know, gifts aside, I'm one of those gals where I don't need flowers, I don't need gifts, I just want to spend time with you. You know, I go straight after the card. I, you know, I love uh, the written word, and and when people really open their heart and and put stuff down on paper, that's just so meaningful to me. And, you know, just as a mom, I feel this, my heart swells so much that I just think it's going to burst. And I, you just get that tiny little taste, maybe, of what the love of God is, what his love is like for us. And um, so Mother's Day, it was, it was a really special time. And, you know, definitely with this COVID-19, uh, you know, social media, that has been a real challenge because there's so much out there and, and so many people are becoming divided. And I always try and remind myself it's important to share truth, to share uh, perspective, but it's always the love of God that unites. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's just Mother's Day, I would say, has fallen at the perfect time for me right when I needed it most oh that's so sweet 
Um, this Mother's Day was different for me. I, I made a trip to Houston for the first time in about oh, 10, nine weeks, something like that to see my mom. Um, just, uh, missing her and she so appreciated it. So we had, you know, like 36 hours together or something before I came back home, which was a wonderful, wonderful trip. I can't believe we only have about six days of school left, five days, four days, something like that, three days of school left. Um, man, it, it's just gone by so quickly, so very quickly. Well, I, without any further ado and talking about ourselves, I would love to introduce one of my most favorite friends of the show. I love, love, love Dr. Carol Tanksley um, and just her wealth of knowledge. She's not only a medical doctor and OBGYN physician, she's also a doctor of ministry author and speaker. So many people call her Dr. Dr. Carol. <laughs> she has practiced medicine for over 25 years. Um, she's part-time now because she loves having the flexibility to do her ministry work. While practicing medicine, Dr. Carol obtained that Master of Divinity and that Doctor of Ministry from Oral Roberts University, focusing on Christian leadership. And her and her late husband, Al, produced a regular radio program called The Dr. Carol Show, um, which I, I'm sure was absolutely fantastic. Now she's speaking, she's writing, she's connecting with people locally and around the world. Dr. Carol helps men, women, and couples live more fully alive and experience the good health, loving relationships, and joyful spirituality that Jesus came to bring us. She lives right here in the area and is Grandma Carol to four wonderful grandchildren. Welcome, Dr. Carol. Welcome back to Love Talk. Well, oh, welcome. It is great to be with you ladies today, and I'm, I'm enjoying the uh, reality that we can do this virtually, even while social distancing. And mm -hmm. I have to say, this Mother's Day for me, I got to spend some socially distant time with my four wonderful grandchildren for the first time since this whole thing started. We got together in the backyard. We stayed apart, so we so we weren't close together and and shared a Mother's Day meal socially distant. But it was it was really special uh, to just see each other face to face, even though. You know, we, we couldn't hug and all of that. It was one of those really special moments for me. That's and I just love being here with all of you love ladies. Oh, thanks, Dr. Carol. We love having you with us. And, friends, I would just encourage you to go to Dr. Carol's website, drcarolministries.com. She has a wealth of information online. I mean, she does the podcast. She has a blog. Uh, she'll, she sends out weekly emails. I, I don't know how she gets it all done. Um, but it, it's, it's just, um, encouragement for the soul. Uh, if you're struggling with a relationship, if you are looking for ways to make a relationship better, if you are coping, trying to cope with everything that's going on around you, this website is a, a great tool for you. And that's exactly what uh, we're going to be talking about today. Um, now, Kathy, tell us a few of the things Dr. Carroll's put out lately on our website. Well, I mean, the one thing about Dr. Carol is that she's able to speak to marriage. She's able to speak to individuals, especially anxiety and fear. And I think that's where uh, it's hit home and been most useful to everyone. I think going in COVID-19 and dealing with all the anxiety and fear surrounding uh, this situation and being able to um, uh, experience the peace of God in that, I think, has been invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Some some recent topics from Dr. Carroll have been El Roy, the God who sees me. What God and uh, another one, what God wants more than your happiness. That is a great article. Uh, what is God's desire for you during this pandemic? And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about today when we return from our break. Another she has a special webinar out there that she did during this time with another physician. It's called What's Happening, What's Next, and What to Do About It. So, friends, when we return to Love Talk, we'll really get entrenched into this. You know, just as our verse for the day said in from Romans chapter 8, verses 37 through 39, 
Nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing. Not this pandemic. Nothing. When we return to Love Talk More with Dr. Carol Tanksley, right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found Love Talk with the Love Ladies. Of course, we have the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, our beautiful friend, Kathy Indebrock, who's joining us from Boise, Idaho, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, and we are with you every week, 8 a.m., right here on The Bridge, Austin. You know that you can find us on Love Talk Network as well, where you can find all of our archives. If you're a new listener to the show, you can get to know us by going to our archives at Love Talk Network and And you can listen to many, many of our past shows, and uh, you can get to know us, get to know a little bit about how we do this thing called Love Talk. Today, we're doing an interview with one of our favorite friends, Dr. Carol Tanksley. We're so glad that you're here, Dr. Carol. We were talking about your blog and your podcast and um, how accessible you are through your website, drcarolministries.com. It's such a unique refreshing perspective on so many topics today. What COVID-19 tells us about following Jesus. And um, that is, you know, an, a great way to think about this, a, a, a twist in a way to think about this COVID-19. Because this pandemic is just causing disruption in almost every single area of our lives. So, Dr. Carroll, what are some practical ways to really lessen the anxiety that is so prevalent during this season? Oh, thanks, Coach Carrie. It is great to be here with all the love ladies. And anxiety has been a huge issue. Uh, Early on in this COVID-19 pandemic, as I was hearing the news and seeing the responses, it became pretty clear to me right away that as devastating and hurtful as this virus has been for many people, in a medical perspective, the anxiety, the worry, mm. has been so much deeper and broader. Um, I, I believe the numbers now are, um, you know, tens of thousands of people in our country who, who have died and, you know, a couple hundred thousand who have tested positive, but millions, I think probably close to everybody in our country and likely around the world has been affected in some way with the anxiety, with the disruption, because our life is not the same. None of us know when this will be over. None of us know exactly what life will be like when it gets back to normal, uh, if, if it even will be back to normal and what we think of as normal. And that kind of not knowing, we as human beings struggle with that. We like Mm -hmm. to think we know what our schedule will be, what I'm going to do tomorrow, next week, next month. Um, You know, families are stuck at home, and sometimes that has caused a lot of disruption in relationships. So just a few things to actually manage this anxiety. I want to start with the first one of managing your attention. You know, Mm -hmm. what gets your attention gets you. Uh, we know that in from from research, but especially in this season, if you are spending your time on social media or watching cable news, you're going to be upset. Certainly, we have to know what's going on and and pay attention, but manage that. I like to encourage people to choose however frequently you need to catch up on things. Maybe that's once a day or twice a day. And you choose, you know, a couple news sources that, that you find reputable and say, okay, 15 minutes, I'm going to check up on the news, what I need to know, and then put your mind somewhere else. Manage your attention. What can that be? Um, gratitude is a great place to focus your attention. We know from scientific research that as little as three minutes of negative news in the morning affects your well-being, your attitude, and your productivity for the rest of the day. Conversely, three minutes of intentional gratitude in the morning will do just the opposite as far as raising your mood, helping to focus your attention, increasing your well-being. So such an important thing in 
choosing gratitude as an alternative to this negative news. And then, of course, focusing your attention on God, on his presence, on what he says, um, managing your attention as a really big, important part of dealing with all this anxiety. I love, I love that, Dr. Carol, managing your attention. I, I was kind of just talking to my, my son about this yesterday. Um, he doesn't have any social media right now, and he was asking me to get Instagram. And uh, because many of his friends have Instagram, and, you know, when you use it properly and to, to glorify God and, and you use it to connect with people in a positive way, it's a great tool. Um, so we're still working on that right now. But I was like, but why do I want to give you something else to, you know, take your attention away from the things you should be focusing on? Um, so I, I like that. Manage your attention. So, um, Ms. Evelyn, what are you and fans doing to lessen the anxiety and worry during this season? Well, we we don't sing much because man can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, I think, music sometimes is one of the best uh, steps to get to a point where we are open to the Lord really showing us what's going on in our in our world and what we need to do about it. These are serious times. Uh, Van and I were talking about it last night. And what is it that we need to do? Well, we better learn how to walk uh, and, uh, in the favor of God and then listen to the directions that he gives. And Dr. Carroll is so good at doing that for us. And we just are so thrilled you're with us today. You know, I love, Dr. Carroll, that you talk about, you know, in the morning, that those morning, those minutes in the morning, it's so important what we do in those minutes. My oldest daughter, she decided to do a one year through the Bible, and she asked me, she invited me to join her, and I find it makes a profound difference as to when I do that scripture reading, you know, to kind of mark that off in the, in the, in, during the day. If I do it in the morning, it somehow is impactful. I, I carry it with me. I ruminate it. I think on it. If I do it over lunch while I'm eating, it's like, oh, you know, I kind of, I kind of eat it. I absorb it. And then, but it kind of goes away. And then at night, I find it gives me a, a peace over my mind. But by the next morning, I'm just ready for the for the next reading. And so structuring that morning reading, trying to get through the Bible in one year, doing that in those first morning hours is so impactful. So I love that you actually have research that backs up why that is. Um, Because I tell you right now, I, I think everyone with very few exceptions have experienced some sort of disruption to their lives during this time dealing with COVID-19 and trying to figure out the correct response here. And, you know, some of the, I would say most of the disruptions have been very unwelcome. The lack of income, uh, increased episodes of this depression, anxiety, not knowing what is the right thing to do next. And um, <clears throat> I would say, excuse me, some of the disruptions have actually been been welcomed. I mean, we've experienced some really good things. We've had more time with family, um, activities that have really kept us busy and, and, and unfocused and distracted. Well, those have all ceased. And it's we've been able to start taking an inventory of what truly is important. And we've seen some of the distractions that maybe got us off in a place that we didn't need to be. So, Dr. Carroll, I'm always interested in this question because I know God works in every situation and he uses things for our good. Can you can you share with us what you think God is saying and doing during this disruption? I believe that's exactly right, Kathy. He always speaks. He always is involved. I, I think there have been some people who have asked questions uh, you know, is God the cause of this? Did he cause this pandemic? God never, ever enjoys our pain. Uh, that is just, a, God is love. And, the, you know, the love ladies, love talk here. That is, that is the character of God. He never enjoys our pain. But he is miraculous in the way that he can take what happens in our sinful, messed up world and do good things with it. Miss Evelyn, you talked uh, as earlier in the, in the program that this season reminded you of World War II and the, the, the sacrifice and the trials and so on that 
uh, our nation went through and, and the world went through, I don't believe our culture has been through such a widespread season of sacrifice and disruption since then, since, since World War II. And so the vast majority of people alive today have never experienced this, this national disruption and suffering worldwide in, in our case. And God can use that. One of the things that we also know can help manage the, the anxiety and the, and the disruption in this season is to raise our eyes off ourselves. Um, many years, uh, last, last century, in the 20th century, a well-known Christian psychiatrist, Dr. Carl Menninger, uh, spoke about this. He was asked in a question and answer session one time, what would you tell somebody to do? If they felt a nervous breakdown coming on, the people around him thought maybe he would say, well, go see a psychiatrist. But no, he didn't say that at all. His answer was, lock up your house, go across the railroad tracks, find someone in need, and do something to help that person. Raising our eyes off our own troubles gets you into such a more positive frame of mind, just humanly speaking. And it also aligns us with God in a very powerful way. He is about loving and caring for us. And when we help others, we are aligning with him in exactly the same way. Uh, That, I believe, is one of the things that God would say to us in this season of disruption is help somebody else. Raise your eyes off your own problems and help somebody else. Man, you, you know, I, I feel like I'm guilty of that many times, Dr. Carol. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm I, I'm stuck here. I'm, you know, taking the family and the kids and golly. But then when I take, can, can take a meal to somebody who's in need or just leave a little, you know, some sidewalk chalk for the next door neighbors because their kids are so looking for something else to do. It just lifts your spirit. It really does. Um, when we raise our eyes off of ourselves, it, it lifts our spirit. So Dr. Carol, you know, I, I, as we, as we deal with our anxiety and as we deal with our worries, um, we also have to start wondering what is God saying to mm-hmm. us during this disruption. And I, I believe that many things have been exposed in our lives as we sit uh, and, and as we're just, as our lives have been disrupted. I think some of our weaknesses and some of our, I said this last week on our show, a lot of times we've, we've kind of duct taped our lives together, not even duct taped, like we've, uh, you know, stuck it together with a uh, with a piece of tape, you know, and we're just trying to hold it all together. And now it's kind of been exposed. Oh, yes. Idols that that we that we look at. Oh, yes, Coach Kerry. So true. Um, You know, God wants to be first in our lives. Uh, He wants to be number one. And sometimes even those of us who are following Jesus can get distracted by the stuff, Um, whether it's entertainment or uh, that you know the commercial nature of our of our Western culture, you know sports, you know those 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 may be good things in their place. Even in our Christian world, there has been a lot of consumerism. We have Christian products and services that are good, but if they raise themselves in our own lives to the point of being the point, mm. they can become idols. And when we in this season have uh, been forced by social distancing and the other measures put in place in this pandemic to back off from some of those things, it exposes what we have relied on in ways that uh, I believe God can use. You know, when we rely on a church service, as good as that is, um, Are we really relying on God? Is that what Jesus called his followers to? You know, Peter, James, and John, Matthew, Salome, you know, those who knew Jesus personally when he was here in the flesh on earth. Did Jesus call them to a weekly church service? As good as that is, as much as we need it, that's not the heart of following Jesus. And so 
in this season, our idols, even our Christian idols, have been disrobed and found wanting. We're forced to rely on Jesus. And, and I think in what God is saying, uh, what he is doing, I believe he is ripping away our idols, even some of our Christian idols, and he is replacing them with what we really should desire if we allow him to do so. Uh, really getting to the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. Mm. Yeah, man, I would agree, Dr. Carroll. I think a lot of those idols for us have been exposed, um, you know, and we can fill that time now seeking God. And uh, I think that has been a great thing. You know, Kathy, you said you and um, Aaliyah are, are going through the Bible in a year. Is that right? So you've had a yes. little more time to do that. Yeah, It well, it's so funny because, you know, just – getting on social media, you know, I've had friends that they comment and they say, all of that stuff that I said I would do if I ever had time to actually do, they're like, yeah, I'm not doing any of it. And, <laughs> and But you're right. We really have exposed our true motives. I mean, how many of us have said, I would have a prayer time if I only had time for it. I would read scripture if I only had time for it. And now we're finding ourselves you know, with all of this time, or for me, it's I would actually write cards to friends if I actually had time for it. Well, I can tell you during this downtime, I've written maybe a total of five cards to friends, right? In in how many months now? It's been like two months that we've had this, and I've only managed five cards. So I have you have to start. We I have found that all of these things that I have said, oh yes, I would do this if. I was not being honest with myself. And what we have to say is, if this is a true priority in our life, if we are truly committed to these things, then those should be the first things that go in and the other stuff needs to kind of fall away. And and that's what I've been finding is as God has been stripping away these things where I have spent all of my time, he's he's really exposed what my true motives have been. And he's said, okay. Like, are, are we going to step back and get this right now? Are we going to um, take those desires and, and your tension and actually turn those desires and attention where they truly need to be? And, um, and, and I love that you say make us useful because I think God wants us to be such an, a key part of what is going on in the time that he's placed us in. And more and more we're finding that we have to be reaching out to friends. We have to be reaching out to others in our community during this time. You know, I don't know a single person that has died of COVID-19 in, in our community, not a single person. Yet two days ago in our community, a gentleman committed suicide because he had just opened a business in December. And oh. even though Home Depot and these other businesses have their parking lots packed he was not allowed to have a sing not not one at a time, not even if he scheduled one each hour. He was not allowed to have a single person in his business. And uh, he just he got overwhelmed and devastated by the debt. Nobody had a clue. And he commit suicide and, and left a family behind. Oh, so, wow. We can be so useful checking on our friends. How are you doing? How are you dealing with this? What is the financial impact? I think this is such an incredible time as the church to reach out and be useful to those around us. So, Dr. Carroll, you you had these three things that God is doing during this time, stripping away our idols, replacing our heart's desire and making us useful. Did you want to expound on any of those points mm. before we get a break? I wanted to mention the make us useful again. Mm. None of us really become useful when things are easy. I like the analogy yeah. of our, our, our government and the armed forces. Our best trained soldiers get that training by being put through what they call, their words, hell week. They get trained in the hardest possible way, but they are the ones who are trusted those best trained soldiers are the ones our government trusts to go behind enemy lines and fulfill the most important missions. Even if communication lines get cut off, supply lines get cut off, they are trained to know what to do. Could God in this season be training some of us for an increased level of usefulness when things get difficult? Again, God does not enjoy our pain, but he uses those very times to grow us. Think back 
in your own life. Uh, it, uh, you who you are listening, think back. When have you learned the most? When have you grown the most? When have you become something bigger than you were before? It wasn't when times were easy. It wasn't when everything was simple. It was when something pushed you, whether that was a coach like Coach Carey, or maybe <laughs> that was circumstances in in, in your world, a, a physical uh, illness or a you know, tough financial circumstance or or some disruption in your life. That's what pushed you to develop a new capability, a new skill, uh, learn that you could do more than you thought you could. God can use this season to do exactly that for us. And I love that you say, Dr. Carol, that 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 when when we are just in that comfortable, happy place, not a lot of growth is happening. Now, it, it can be fun and it can be joy and, and celebration and praise is so important. But it's interesting, you know, like you say, if I, if I look back personally, I think my, you're, you're exactly right. The most growth in my life, spiritually, even professionally, happened during those difficult periods. And I can look back and say, thank you, God, for taking me through that difficult period, he will, I, I, I agree with you when, when you say that he does not like our pain. I think he, he hates it so much that he wants to bring beauty out of those horrible ashes. He's so keen to turn it around and use it for our good, to give it purpose and make it worthwhile. We can count on him to do that if we lean into him. Even during this time, friends, if you have lost everything, if your life is falling apart, if you're not sure where to turn, this is a point where you can turn to God and press into that relationship with him, seek help and seek counsel and and start to grow in a way that you've never thought that you could grow before. And Miss Evelyn, so I just I love these excellent, excellent points about stripping away our idols, replacing our heart's desires and making us useful for God. And I know that, that you're using your time wisely during the stay, stay at home order. You're, you're really pressing in and getting this manuscript polished and finished. And I love that, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the great things that God is going to do with this. And, you know, the more that I look at this manuscript and read it, I think, Kathy, this is the perfect thing to put into the hands of a Muslim believer so that they can see how personal God is. And how he works in the life of, 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 of those who turn to him. What hopes do you have? What are your desires uh, for this manuscript, for this book, Love Talking and Love Walking? Well, it's very hard to describe it, Kathy, uh, because it's not, we have such a broad uh, space uh, where we have secured the co-authors for this book. And it is the showing of hearts and what God can do when you give him your heart. And, you know, we talk a lot about love and about how we got walked with Jesus. We have to be taught. And that's one of the greatest things that I think that we're able to do here at Love Talk. You know, there are many nations. Women are not allowed to do anything. But he has blessed us in some ways. And, you know, we, look, we don't want it to be idols. We want it to be reality. And in the book is 31 days of how you personally can come to know the reality of God's love and God's uh, uh, provision, God's protection, all those things that we are seeing him use in our lives today as we're going through this this horrible thing. I've been through a lot in my life. I'm almost, I'll be 90 years old next time. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? This, God's going to use this if we open up our hearts and be willing to seek him in all of our ways and not just, you know, say good morning, Lord, goodbye. Uh, We have got to come to the point. And I think that the new book is going to do that. I know so much of what Dr. Carol, you have written, has been in that regard. It's it's like a a red wagon, you know, when your mom takes you to the store or something. The yesterdays are gone, and we can't worship those. What we've got to do is open our eyes, open our ears, and clear our hearts for what it is. God wants us to do. Jesus came and gave us a way. And it's that we love talk and love walk with him. And he will show us the way. And, and I'm excited about that. It's been, you know, it's, 
it's difficult. Writing books is not easy, and it's you know not as heavy as you well know. Well, and, uh, so we're, we're so this- proud of you, Evelyn. Um, when we return to Love Talk, we'll have, of course, more with the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davidson, and our wonderful guest, Dr. Carol Tanksley. When we return to Love Talk, right after this. And welcome back, listeners. This is Kathy Endebrock, and in the studio, Coach Carrie Brinkater and the beautiful Miss Evelyn Davison. Today on Love Talk, we have our amazing guest, Dr. Carol Tanksley with Dr. Carol Ministries. Friends, I've had such a great day today um, talking about um, what COVID-19 tells us about following Jesus. We've talked about uh, the things that God is doing, those things that he has for us. He's, he is stripping away our idols. He is replacing our heart desires. He is making us useful. So many things that he is doing during this time of, of, of difficulty. And I just encourage you, friends, press into relationship with him. And I know that you're going to want to share this show Excuse me, with with your friends, and you can do that at our lovetalknetwork.com archives. This show will be posted uh, within the week, and you can take uh, you can do a link on any social media to the site and share this uh, program with your friends. Well, Dr. Carol, we are in our last segment, and it just always seems like uh, every segment passes by so quickly. And there's some things that I'm really keen for you to share with our listeners. Um, I think that that there's so many things that not just that God is doing in our life, but so many things that he desires for us. And I want I would love for you to, to, to share this. What are some of those things that you see um, in his word that you've experienced where you would say these are the key things that God desires for each of us? Oh, he does. He wants so much more for you than you even want for yourself. Um, I love the way Jesus answered this kind of question. He was asked what's most important. And in Matthew 22, you may have heard this verse before, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to this verse because it expresses in Jesus' own words what he does desire. He said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. The first two things that I believe God really desires for me, for you, for all of us. Number one is to love God. We talked about how God is stripping away the idols. He wants to be number one. He wants you to love him and experience what that is like. More than success or money or even personal relationships, more than comfort or happiness, intimacy with your spouse, more than any of those things that we often want. He wants most of all that our love connection with him is first and most and best. And second, he wants us to love others. Mm. We talked before about how reaching out and helping others raises your own spirits I don't know that there is anything more satisfying, more fulfilling than to actually let that love of God flow through you and help others, love others. Uh, As Jesus said, those are the two most important things that he desires for us. And there is a third thing I believe God desires that expresses our journey with him during this time. Following Jesus is not primarily about doing certain behaviors. It's about who we are becoming. When you and I get to heaven, to use the the, the cliche, uh, you know, St. Peter's not going to be at the gates of heaven checking (laughs) off how many times you attended church or how much money you gave to this or that. What God is looking for is, do you look like my son Jesus? The scripture, Romans 8, 29, I believe says this so well. For those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. When you and I get to heaven, God is going to be looking at, do you look like my son Jesus? Being transformed into his likeness is, I believe, that the third important thing God desires for you. He wants you to, to look like, think like, feel like smell like the aroma around you 
to to act like to have the impact on others be the same kind of impact that Jesus had on others uh, and as you increasingly become like him it shows you become changed and you do that by being in his presence in his presence is where that transformation happens and that i believe is the deepest desire that god has for you and for all of us hmm. wow well, dr, dr. dr. carol you I have, I have, I have this question because, <clears throat> you know, we see so, so much happening in the world around us. And, um, this last, <clears throat> um, year we spent some time in Judges. And there's this passage in Judges, uh, chapter tw- 21, verse 29. And it says, in those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did whatever he wanted. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And I feel sometimes as this, this, this Bible verse is a snapshot of America today. We're told, oh, just just follow your heart. And how how can we show Jesus to others when when we're bombarded with this mindset of I can do whatever I feel is right? Oh, great question, Kathy. I believe that goes back to exactly why Jesus said what he said, why he said, love God first and then, you know, love others. We don't naturally do that. That is not the normal bent of the human heart in today's world. And boy, don't we see that. The, the division and disruption and, 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 and greed and violence. So uh, letting God use this season to strip away the idols that we've become so accustomed to. And then just continually coming back to what God desires for us. You know, what would there be in your life if somebody didn't know you and they just came and met you for the first time and followed you around for a day a week would there be evidence that you are loving god first would there be evidence that you are loving others are you looking more like jesus today than you did a year ago than you did when you first said yes to jesus Uh, that is the opposite of doing what's right in my own eyes it's realizing that God does both love me and want me to love and allowing him to do that transformation in us. Mm. You, thank, I, thank you, Dr. Carroll. I love everything that, that you've shared. And I've, I've taken notes, and I, I hope when every time I'm writing notes that that doesn't come through on the microphone. I'm trying to hold my hand out really far. You know, we are all streamyarding in just um, – recognizing the social distancing that's in place, but you've given us so many things to think about today. I've written down I have a, a few questions here on my page. Um, as we travel this, this road of, of new normal or, you know, just the unknown, th- there's these great questions that we have friends to ponder today. Um, are we loving God first and best? Are, are we loving other people well? Are we becoming more like Jesus? That is that transformation happening? Are we more like him than we were, say, uh, before this started or, or even a year ago? I, I just, I, I love the questions that God's word prompts us to ask. And I mean, Dr. Carol as well, the questions that you prompt us to ask to take it, to take evaluation. Where are we at today and where do we need to be? What is God doing? And what would we have him do in our life? In light of these things, uh, Miss Evelyn, do you have any final words for our listeners today? Well, you know, it's um, important that we uh, humble ourselves before the living God, and that is the Lord Jesus. He has provisions for us during this time of great need. And it's not just for our, our own good, but it's that we might go into the world or go in the marketplace and be a loving example of what can happen to a person when they come to know the reality of the love of the Lord Jesus. And so, you know, we just got to say, get them, Lord. Sick them, Lord. <laughs> what you say, Dr. Carol? Oh, Miss Evelyn, that's so right. Dr. Carol, how can our listeners reach you? The easiest way is on our website, drcarolministries.com, D-R-C-A-R-O-L ministries.com. And when you go there... Uh, the first thing that you see is an opportunity to get a, a, a free download. 
your prescription for fear and anxiety. You can also get that by texting the word prescription to 44222. That's a five-part daily prescription that you can incorporate in your life to get over fear and anxiety. And I think that is so appropriate in this season. Physically, emotionally, relationally, and spiritually, just that take one daily kind of prescription. But yes, come join us at drcarolministries.com. Dr. Carol, you are so incredibly practical. I love all the tips um, on your website. You, you walk people through godly ways to enhance their lives and to seek what God would have for them. Um, health and happiness and uh, through the scripture and you just point people to God and point people to God and it's just such an absolute blessing friends Dr. Carol has written many books Dr. Carol's Guide to Women's Health Dr. Carol's Guide to Healthy Communication and Marriage Live Healthy Life Live Whole I'm sorry Live Healthy Live Whole uh, Overcoming Fear and Anxiety Through Spiritual Warfare and her latest book um, I believe we interviewed you about this book probably about a year ago Dr. Carol The Christian's Journey Through Grief and How to Walk Through the Valley with Hope uh, you're a wealth of information thank you so much for joining us today Dr. Carol um, It has been friends, such a pleasure Thank you, Dr. Carol. Friends, we love you so much. We're so glad that you found us at our new time, 8 a.m. Uh, you know, put it out there on your social media pages. Text your friends. Um, call your friends. Let them know that the Love Ladies are now at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. We, we pray that you would find a church, find a place where you can get plugged in and involved virtually right now. And then when things open back up, where you can get together with your community of believers. Friends, God loves you, and he wants to know you. We will be here next week at the same time, same place, for my beautiful friends, Dr. Carol Tanksley, the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, Kathy Enderbrock. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk.